be talking to Von Palmer in just a second. But before we do, I also want to remind you that we're having a great discussion this morning about going cashless. Now, we'll be talking about how the Commodore Ballroom has decided to go cashless, and it is not sitting well with a lot of people, judging by the comments on their, on their different social media pages. But this is a choice that many bars and restaurants are making. And we are going to be talking to uh, some places about that, but also hearing from you on the issue of going cashless and whether you want to or you're ready for it or if you still carry cash, you can email me, simi at cknw.com or call our buzz line. Right now it is time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Hi, Vaughn. Oh, good morning, Simi. Now listen, I want to say, first of all, adorable picture of you with your grandson, Reed, and the Razor Reader campaign, which is also near and dear to my heart. So congratulations. Yeah, no, very, very exciting and a pleasure to be sitting there with uh, my son-in-law, Jordan, and his son, Reed, uh, and and Sirius, you know, uh, they read uh, that little fellow, they read to read, they read to read every night. So start them early, in my view. Yes. I, I was amused that someone suggested I start uh, by reading him my column in the paper. <laughs> um, that's only if they want to get to, to sleep, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that. I did the Razor Reader campaign with my daughter when she was a toddler, too, which was a very long time ago. Yeah, love yeah. it. People should check it out with the Vancouver Sun. It's an awesome program. But right now, we're also going to talk about your column. And this is about repeat offenders. This was an interesting press conference with Mike Farnworth yesterday. Yeah, so very interesting press conference. We got this report on the problem of repeat offenders and uh, random attacks, particularly in downtown uh, areas of the province. I thought the most interesting thing was that they admitted the problem is real. And that mattered because we talked about it this week. The head of the prosecution service put out a statement recently saying the system is not broken and saying that all this emphasis on prolific repeat offenders and random attacks is giving the public the wrong impression about the system. He said that, oh, come on, you know, crime statistics in British Columbia are lower than they've been in years. Well, Doug Lepard, co-author of this report, Simi, uh, former deputy police chief in Vancouver, said it's that claim that the crime stats are dropping that's misleading. It gives people the wrong impression. He said the violence is real, the property damage is real, the attacks are real, and he says the mayors in the province that have been ringing the alarm bells on this are are not making things up. This is a real problem. It needs to be solved. I found that reassuring, and it was kind of a slap down to people, like including uh, you know former Attorney General David Eby, who every time you ask him about this, said, "Well, you know the stats are down, right?" Lapard says, "You're looking at the wrong stats. You're you're looking at overall stats. You're looking at what happened during the pandemic when there were." fewer home invasions because people were at home themselves, fewer car thefts because people weren't going downtown and parking their cars. He says, look, the stats are serious. Some of the stuff that we're concerned about, rate is up 35%, 45%. This is a big problem. Got to be dealt with. Okay, so what? It, there's a bunch of different recommendations, but there was a lot of focus on one in particular, this, this well, repeat offender program. <laughs> so it's the New Democrats, eh? And... The first thing they do, that number one solution, there are 28 proposals in this, right? They seized on the one 
that says that we should bring back a program, a pilot program to deal with prolific offenders that existed briefly under the B.C. liberals and that was wound up 10 years ago. Now, come on, Simi. This government has been the government for five years. This surge in violence and attacks and prolific offenders occurred in the last two or three years. We're supposed to believe that the number one solution involves bringing back something that the liberals canceled 10 years ago. I mean, it just made the whole thing preposterous. It was incredible Listening to Mike Farnworth, who's usually a pretty straight shooter, asked about this, goes, oh, no, no, you know, it's not a, it's only a, it's not a coincidence that, you know, we picked on this. It's to make the public more safe. Well, I would say that if the public is going to be more safe, it's probably in the 27 other recommendations in this report, not the one thing they can pin on the previous B.C. Liberal government. OK, but what about all the other recommendations then? Why not talk about some of those? Well, Well, you know, we did, and the reporters on the line were trying to get explanations of some of the things. So there is a murky, I would say, recommendation dealing with mandatory treatment and involuntary attention. So if you parse what they said, to some degree they don't like the idea of uh, involuntary detention and mandatory treatment, but if you look at it the other way, well, they think it might have some merit. So I'm, I'm reluctant to summarize it because when we really pushed them for an explanation on this, they said, well, you know, the full explanation will be in the report. Well, we weren't given the report yesterday. The report is coming out at the end of a month and it runs 150 pages. So maybe when we read that, we'll have a good idea. But best as I can say, here's the idea. We have here in Canada detention in a forensic unit for people who are seriously mentally ill, and we don't really have much of anything else. In the UK, they have a concept called diminished responsibility, and that would create some options for um, low, what do they call it, low secure detention, whatever the hell that is. Uh, It would provide judges with the option of saying, Uh, we can, you know, imprison you or you can go into treatment so you'd be able to give them choices. It sounds like a creative solution. I think it's well worth considering and the government's considering it. But I would also say, Simi, to fully understand what they're recommending, I think we're going to have to wait for the final report because a couple of times they referred us to it and reporters are going, yeah, well, we don't have it here in front of us, so try to explain it. Okay, but then I don't understand. Then why not, if they said it's going to come out later or at the end of the month or whatever, why not just wait for the entire report to come out to talk about this? Okay, so there's a political thing here. Um, this whole thing was launched back in uh, the spring by David Eby in response to the mayors and councillors who got together and said, we got a big problem, the urban mayors. we got a big problem. And Eby said, okay, we're going to have this group that's going to review the solutions and come back with a report. And Eby said he wanted the report ready so that when the mayors are running for re-election this fall, Uh, they would be able to say, hey, you know, we got somewhere and this stuff's going to help. That report was delayed. It was supposed to be out on September the 2nd. It was delayed. So they said, okay, well, we're going to get you the executive summary and the recommendations by mid-September. 
Well, mid-September has gone by as well. Her Majesty died. We were in a period of mourning. So <clears throat> I think what they had to do, Sim, is they had to scramble to get us something this week so that the mayors who are running for re-election can say to their electorate, hey, we got something. Hey, there's some of this stuff, and we think it's going to work. Um, so there's a political agenda at play here, understandable. I mean, <clears throat> they said that all of this stuff's a lot more complicated than they expected. It's going to take time to drill down and get everything together. I understand it, but there's a political agenda here, too, not just in terms of blaming stuff on the liberals, but in terms of getting something into the hands of the mayors and councils so they can say, we complained to Victoria. Victoria came back with some solutions, and we think they're going to work. Well, that's interesting. Okay. Well, Vaughn, thank you very much for that this morning. Okay.